Thank you for tuning in into the New Life Church Downtown Podcast. If you would like to get connected, follow us on Instagram at NLC Downtown Little Rock or email us at downtown.podcast at newlifechurch.tv. My name's Callie, if I haven't met you yet. My name's Callie Duke. My husband Bronson and I are the pastors here at NLC Downtown. And can I get that water too? I'm just going to be a little needy. Is it okay if I'm a little needy? Is that fine? All right. Yeah, so... You know, teaching is not my favorite thing. Preaching is not my favorite. Um, Jesus is my favorite. And uh, you're his favorite. So I'm I'm here. Here we all are. We're just going to get into his word tonight. Is that cool? Um, Well, it's been a year. Like they said, it's been a year since we've met. It's been, it was March last year that they closed the whole world down for COVID. And it's funny because I remember we were sitting, we had Bible study going on and I was sitting out here with a group of women, some of you probably in this room and we were sharing and I was like, y'all, it's funny, but I couldn't sleep last night. I'm just a little worried about this COVID thing. I think it's serious. (laughs) And then they closed the whole world down and I haven't seen you since then. So it was serious, but we're all here and we made it. Amen. Amen. Well, it's springtime outside. Have you guys noticed? Is it beautiful? It's so beautiful. Is spring your favorite? Spring is my favorite. The reason why is because I feel like in the winter, hang on, I'm going to spill this. I just knew there'd be a worse time to open it and I'm going to get thirsty. So anyway, you guys, do you guys ever feel like you can forget in the winter time what the trees even look like with leaves on? Like you just look at them and they're gray and they're dull and they're ugly. And you're like, you know, I don't think it's ever going to grow leaves again. I think this is it. I think this is what it's going to look like. Here we are. This is just our new forever. And um, I don't know about you guys, but maybe... I I was trying to come up with like some kind of a picture of what I've felt like spiritually over that long season we just came out of. And I was like, maybe I'm just like spiritually out of shape a little bit. No, that's not it. I'm like, I feel spiritually dead. That's what it feels more like. But I'm thinking of that tree because, you know, maybe somewhere on the inside, there's a little bit of life left, but you can't tell by looking at it, can you? It's like, it might still be alive, I don't know, might be dead, can't tell. That was me. That's been me for the last several months. We've come out of a hard season. Anybody? Does anybody relate? Has anybody ever felt like a tree with no leaves for way longer than the winter? Um, That's been me. I just, I thought maybe if that happened to me, y'all could relate. Um, Maybe you've felt dormant for a while. I have. Um, I don't know about you. It's just been like a spiritual winter. I feel like when the church closed last year, um, for me, I don't know if this is what you felt like. I just felt like my lights went out. Like, like I just couldn't see. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. I couldn't see 10 feet in front of me. I couldn't move. I felt confused. And, um, and I just felt like I was in a winter. I felt like the leaves started to fall off my branches, and I was, like, grasping for them, but I couldn't do anything. I don't know if, if you can relate. But we're coming out of a hard year, a lot of unknowns, and... I feel like when that started to happen to me, when the lights went out, the enemy moved. He was like, oh, it's time. It's on. And, uh, and strange things started happening in my soul. Like, just strange. Like, I feel like I started to forget things that I used to know, like, for sure. Like, I, I used to know, like, my calling and my purpose and what I was good at. And when they closed the doors of the church, I just felt lost. And, I, and the enemy was like, you were never good at that. You know what I mean? That was never what, what are you going to do now? They're never going to open the doors again. I was like, Jesus, please, let's open these doors. But I don't know if you can relate if in your darkest hour, 
has the enemy ever started to try to lie to you? It's like, do y'all know that scene in Elf where it makes me laugh every time? How many, how many of you guys have seen that movie way more times than you should have? It's the scene where um, he's got this Etch-a-Sketch and he's, at, he's talking to his dad and he's like, we're going to go, we're going to build snowmen and we're going to eat like cookie dough and it's going to be great. And his dad's like, no, we're not going to do this. Like, yes, you're right, you're right. I'm, I never, that was a bad idea. I feel like I feel like sometimes all it takes is a little word from the enemy, and I start just like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I was never going to do those things. That was never going to be. That was never going to be me. What was I thinking? I'm just so quick to erase it if the enemy catches me at the right time, and I feel like he gets us all that way. Um, and then what happens next though is like if you start erasing your stuff, listening to the enemy, you're just standing there with an empty etch-a-sketch, taking cues from somebody who literally hates you, who wants to separate you from the love of Jesus, wants to separate you from your calling and from everything that's going to keep you living and flourishing, and he's just going to keep at it until he's got you. I don't know if that happened to anybody else. It happened to me. So I just feel like, um, you know, you start to forget the things that you know. I feel like depression crept in the back door for a lot of people. And I've never been a depressed person. I, don't, I didn't even know what that was like, but I would just wake up day after day and I'd be like, wow, I guess there's no hope today either. <laughs> uh, maybe tomorrow, you know? And, uh, and I just know, I know at least one person in here can relate. Um, let me ask you a question. Have y'all ever heard this? Have y'all ever heard, God won't give you anything you can't handle? Have y'all heard that? God won't give you anything you can't handle. And it sounds good. It's easy to slap on a coffee mug or say to somebody when they're going through something hard. But can I just tell you what I think about that? I think that is a big load of crap. I really do. And I'm sorry for saying crap, but I think that that's what it is. Because I feel like so many times the enemy, I mean, the, I do end up in situations that I can't handle. And because I hear, oh, God won't give you anything you can't handle, I start searching like, well, where's, where am I coming up with the stuff I need to get through this? Because this is a little bit more. You know, the Bible does say you won't be tempted beyond what you can handle. But then the next verse says he is faithful. The Holy Spirit will provide a way out for you. And I think that's the point of the verse, but there's this idea floating out there in the world that God won't give you anything you can't handle was false, but God won't give you anything that he can't handle. And I think we have to rewire our brains because what about those times when we, we end up in those situations that are just way too big for us? I've got a few written down. Could be a broken marriage. Could be maybe you lost someone, like a family member or someone that meant the world to you. You don't know how to move anymore. You miss them. Maybe you had a miscarriage or struggle with infertility. There's no pain greater than that. And I know that because I have friends that have walked through that. It's too big. It's too big to handle. Or maybe it's financial problems. You feel like you're buried. There's no way you could dig out on your own. Uh, a diagnosis maybe. And and it's just too much. How are you going to save yourself? How is, this not, how is this not more than you can handle? Or an addiction. I don't know if anybody in here has dealt with an addiction. I had an eating disorder at one point in my life, and it consumed me. God healed me. That's another story for another day. But it can feel like more than you can handle. And don't buy that. Don't let somebody tell you God won't give you anything you can't handle. He won't give you anything that he can't handle. But I'm not my own source. I'm not my own source. Everybody say this with me. I'm not the water. I'm the tree. 
I'm not the water, I'm the tree. Okay, what does that mean? So to stick with that illustration from earlier, where we were all remembering what it feels like or feeling like we know what it feels like to be a tree with literally just nothing going on. Could be a dead tree, could be a live tree. We don't know. We won't know until the season changes, right? So um, we can't just notice a problem in our life. Like we can't just kind of look at myself and say, oh, I'm spiritually dead. Grow, leaves, grow, grow. You know, like you can't do it. Like you can't just like look at yourself and fix it. You can't just like take a me day. I love, listen, I love self-help. I love self-love. I love self-care. I like crime podcasts. I don't know about you. Like, okay, there's my person. I, I like to put on my, head, my headphones and go out for a walk by myself and listen to a crime podcast. But do you know what? Not a lot of that is not going to save me. Like a lot of that is not going to make me feel better when I feel broken. I like bubble baths. I like alone time. I like shopping. I like Netflix, but a Netflix binge is not going to pull me out whenever I'm in a situation that's bigger than me, right? But we do that. We go to that stuff. We're like, well, I just need a day. I just need a day for me, a me day. And there's nothing wrong with a me day. But we don't just need self-love. We have to do soul love. And there's only one lover of your soul, friend, and it's Jesus. And your soul was created to be in his presence. And we're actually going to do, I brought this up here so y'all could see it. That's what our whole Bible study is going to be about this semester or for the next six weeks. This, This is my favorite question. It says, how's your soul? It's a Bible study by Judah Smith. He's a pastor out of another church, pretty famous, but um, how's your soul? I feel like sometimes just being asked that question can be healing. And so we're going to focus on that. We're going to take six weeks, do some soul care. Um, but we can't, we can't make leaves grow on our branches. Only Jesus can do that. Um, say, I'm not the water, I'm the tree. All right. This, this is a Bible verse that proves it to us. It says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries of a year in drought and never fails to bear fruit. That's Jeremiah 17, verse 7 through 8. And only a tree with roots down deep in the love of Jesus is going to bear fruit like that. And we might have seasons where we're not bearing fruit like that, and that's okay because Jesus was a tree that bore fruit like that for us. Amen. But we can. It's promised to us as long as we stay connected to the living water. So, um, you know, worship is actually, I believe, like a lifeline to find out whether or not there's still a pulse in there somewhere. (laughs) If you guys gone through life for a little while, you're like, man, I feel dead. But then you wind up somewhere where there's a worship song on, and you're like, oh. I'm coming back to life, (laughs) y'all. There is still something going on in my spirit. Um, I feel like worship's so important. It can can help our roots dig down deep into that water when we've been dry for a while. So, um, you know, a lot of y'all came. I felt it during worship, y'all. I felt like y'all came here to battle it out tonight. I know some of y'all came here to be in the presence of Jesus. (laughs) And when I think of that, y'all know that Destiny's Child song? I know some soldiers in here. Where they at? Where they at? Okay, that's what I think about when I think of these ladies in this room, because I know y'all came here to do battle tonight. You're not just here to like, oh, you know, woe is me, my problems. You know a king who is way bigger. And I love that about this room. When, when his daughters come in faith into the, the throne room and know who they're talking to, a lot can get done. And so, um, you know, but sometimes we forget that. 
Even the best of us, we forget that. We stop acting that way. And it might have been a while since you began to fight back, but I believe we're going to begin to fight back tonight. Um, but before we do, I just want to identify something that we might have to reprogram in our brains. I'm a big re- reprogram your brain person, in case you can't tell. But, you know, there's a difference in something that's true and the truth. Do y'all know that? So something true might just be a fact in your life, a diagnosis, somebody doesn't like you anymore, you lost a relationship, that's true. But the truth comes whenever you submit that thing, that painful thing into the loving and powerful arms of Jesus who died for you, whose blood can resurrect something that has died. And so I just want us to remember that. It's so important to remember the difference between true and truth. The truth is always going to be drenched in hope. Hope, the expectation of something good. Um, Because it's not just facts. The truth is a person, and his name is Jesus, right? He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And guess what? Nobody overcomes the enemy except through him either. And so I feel like in this season, we got to press on. We got to run towards the Father with Jesus. We got to block the enemy when he tries to lie to us in our dark moments. Um, Because Christ has the final word. He has the final edit. And whatever it is that he says goes. Amen. And so, um, you know, as the team starts to come up, uh, we're about to sing a song. It's called A Better Word. And y'all might not have heard it. But I heard it in probably one of my darker hours, uh, you know, that we're just of the season that I'm coming out of. And I just felt like the enemy was just getting me with so many true things. You know, you're not a good fill in the blank. You've let this person down. This person has nothing to do with you anymore, whatever. And then a true thing would, would be what I held on to. And then I felt like the Holy Spirit, like I was actually in my shower. Does anybody else have really holy moments in your shower? (laughs) And I felt the Holy Spirit whisper. He was like, daughter, no, like that might be true, but it's not the truth. And there's a better word over your life. And I felt like he just dropped this song in my spirit. And it says nothing but the blood, a better word was spoken. And I just hold on to that. And then the court, the chorus or bridge, whatever it is, it says, um, you know, hallelujah, I left my shame where the nails were. And so you just have to remember, like, there's nothing more powerful than the death and resurrection of Jesus. The death is cool. It's amazing. Like, he died for us when he didn't have to. What a man, right? What a man, what a man, you know. I love the 90s. What a man, but what a God to raise from the dead right? Nobody can do that. I'm sorry. There's nobody else out there who's ever done anything like that. And so as we worship, um, I'm about to pray for you, about to list off a few things. And if you need prayer, I just kind of want you to turn wherever you are into an altar, turn your hands towards heaven and receive from Jesus what it is that you need. Um, But if you came here tonight to do battle, let's do it. Amen. All right, let's bow. Lord, we just come to you right now and we lift up to you our brokenness. We lift up to you our, our pain. We lift up to you um, just everything that would dare to stand in our way of us entering into your throne room. 
And if there's anyone in here who's experiencing uh, marriage, problems in their marriage, or um, you just desperately want to be married, I pray, Lord, that you would cover those situations. Um, Lord, if there's anyone in here who has a diagnosis that is grim, you are the healer. There's nothing you can't do. What is impossible for man is, is possible with God. Amen. And I just pray for anyone in here who might have fallen back into something that they thought they overcame. Could be an addiction, could be insecurity, could be literally anything. And the enemy's trying to hold this down because we, we beat that once. What in the world are we doing? God is not surprised. Jesus is not exasperated. He is waiting with you right there to keep going. And so I just want to encourage you to keep going. Just if you need that from him, that endurance, just receive it in this moment. And okay, so if, if there's any, any person in here who needs a job or who has financial struggle, we just speak Jehovah Jireh. He is enough. He is our provider. He always comes through. There's not one time he's ever failed. And he's not going to start with you in your life. You're part of the body of Christ. When one part is suffering, the rest of the parts surround in Jesus' name. And so if there's a need in this room that I have not said, or if you just need prayer, um, I'm going to be down here in the front. If there's anybody else who wants to pray with people, you know, you can join me. If not, if you need to just worship, um, you know, you guys are sisters. You guys are close. Just pray with each other. That's what the body of Christ does. It's normal. It's normal to need prayer. Ooh, can you believe that? It's okay to need prayer. So, um, yeah, just we're going to lead this song, and y'all just meet with Jesus. That's what we're here for. Hey, guys, Pastor Bronson here. just want to say thank you for listening in. Uh, our hope and our prayer is that this podcast equips you on your walk, your journey with Jesus. And so please like, subscribe, share, help us spread the word. We love you.